Welcome to the Progressive Property Podcast. Helping you invest in property for freedom, choice and profit. You'll learn new, innovative and multiple streams of property income. Whether you want to start, scale or systemize. And even if you don't have deposits. Hi, Kevin McDonald here and welcome to the Progressive Property Podcast. In this week's episode of the podcast, I'm joined by Muzzy Nduna. Now, Muzzy Nduna is based up in Nuneaton and he's done 32 deals in his last two years. So I thought I'd get him on the podcast and find out how he secured these properties, what he's been working on in his property business, and maybe give you some tips, give you some ideas on how you can do the same thing as well. So let's get straight over to the interview with Muzzy. So hi, Muzzy. Thanks for joining us on the podcast. Thank you very much. Really excited to be here. Thanks for the invitation. So for anyone who's watching or listening in and they're thinking, who's Muzzy? So tell us a little bit about your journey before property. So yeah. what was life like? What were you doing? Um, yeah, um, I actually came from Zimbabwe. So that's that's where I'm from. I came from Zimbabwe, came to the UK when I was 17, back in 2004. And um, when I got here, the first job that I had actually was working for Burger King. Yeah, I worked for Burger King for almost a year. And then uh, I promoted myself to McDonald's. <laughs> so I moved from Burger King to McDonald's before I I'm got into I'm not sure everybody would consider that a promotion. <laughs> it was an advancement, moving from Burger King to McDonald's. Um, I loved my job, actually, really enjoyed it. And from McDonald's, I then um, got into engineering. Um, I started engineering back in 2007. I was an apprentice, got into the automotive industry, and, and eventually through... Um, like going up the corporate ladder ended up with Jaguar Land Rover. So That's you're what. saying the route to a job in engineering is McDonald's? <laughs> pretty much, yes, pretty much. Get to McDonald's first if you want to go to engineering. <laughs> Brilliant. So how many, that, that was sort of, when did you come to the UK? 2004. 2004. Yeah. And then your first sort of thoughts about property investing, what made you think, do you know what, let's give property a go? That's a good one, actually, because the property thing was never on my mind. It was more of a thing that um, is like somewhere really far in the future. My version of investing in property was raise a deposit and then just buy the house. And that was something that was like well like into my 60s, maybe if I actually managed to save something up. So um, property was an accident, really. Um, it was in 2018 when someone talked about a, uh, a property training course. And I kind of stumbled across um, some information about how you can invest in property without actually spending too much money. That's how I got it started, really. This was in 2018. Right. So you were 14 years in the UK at the time? Yeah. Did you own your yeah. own home? No. So renting at the time no. as well? Renting at the time as well. So right. I actually got involved. So no property experience, not even your own home, starting from a complete bank So I actually, I actually got my own home in 2015. So by the time I actually got to learn about these, I had my own home. You had your home. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So you had your own home, but no investment property. No investment property. Got you. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. Um, and married, single, kids? So at the time that I started in property, I was married. Yeah. Um, still married. Still married. Right, just, just clarifying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, still married, still married. At the time that I started in property, I uh, had one child. I've got two now, two right. little girls. And um, so, yeah, the, the concept of getting involved in property at the time, it was actually with my wife. And um, we, we started together back in 2018. Right, so now, yeah. 2018, you heard about um, trainings and stuff. Yeah. Had you... Um, 
even consider it was just some, so when you said somebody told you who was that what was that so it was actually my wife's friend who mentioned it and by the time it got to me through my wife it sounded like a proper scam like well <laughs> there's nothing else to teach about property just raise a deposit buy the house and rent it out there's nothing else to it so that's what my thought process was and my wife doesn't like driving and I love driving. So she got me involved so I can drive her to the training course. Right. Uh, so I, I went there with um, like a really skeptic mind thinking that, you know, we're going to be scammed through this whole concept. And when I, when I got there, I was more passionate about the concepts than the people that took me there. So that's when everything changed for me. Right. So what, when did you find, was this progressive or when did you find progressive? I actually found progressive in June, 2019. June 19. Yeah. Right. 19. And what was your first sort of intro to progressive? So my first thought at the time was I had actually heard about some of these strategies. So I knew I understood them at the time because the first training course wasn't with progressive. So when I came here, it was, I understand the concept, but then they didn't go into as much detail as I actually got when I got to Progressive, um, you in particular. So when we went through the intricate details, it made it a lot more clearer. Right. And initially it was a case of, right, I want to delve into this because there's something to it. But when I actually came here, it was, this is it. There's nothing else to it now. This is it. And then um, my plan was... Let's work out a plan of how to actually get myself out of my job and use property as, a, as my main source of income. Right, so June 19, you came here? Yeah. Had you still done any deals at that point? No. Nothing? Zero. What trainings did you do when you came here? So when I came here, I did the, um, firstly the multiple streams yeah. where we got an insight of everything. I chose to do the rent-to-rent and uh, no money down strategies, got into the no money down masterclass, which is the three-day course, and then after that, I signed up to the mastermind. Now, for people that would be listening, thinking no money down is no money down property Mm. um, possible, how can you do no money down? Obviously, you said you were very skeptical at one point. Yeah. What would you say to people who are are thinking, no no money down, can't really do that? Absolutely, yeah. I can understand your point of view, but uh, up until I actually got to do it myself I didn't think it was possible so no money down obviously no money down means none of your own money down there's some money that's required but it doesn't have to be your own yeah so um, I got involved in how to actually structure that and make it actually happen and up until to a certain extent I was still slightly skeptic even understanding the theory yeah but until I actually bought my own investment property with none of my own money I still kind of thought what on earth this is actually real this actually happens so um, I would say to anyone who is thinking this is not a thing, this doesn't work, from my own experience, a guy who came from Zimbabwe didn't know any of this stuff. I came here when I was 17, didn't understand any of this nonsense, really, to be honest with you, until I got to, to, to try it out. It's absolutely amazing, and, and it actually works. What actually works. Also, when people listen and go, no money down, oh, other people's money, that just means joint ventures. Is there more to it than just joint ventures? There's far much more to it than joint ventures. And the way that um, we sort of look at it is there's too many problems. It's either you don't have enough money or you've got too much of it. And when the two actually combine, you can help each other. So um, there's people who are happy to actually put money in where they know that the money can make more money than what where it is, like in the banks or anything like that. So someone else puts the money in 
you make the purchase makes the make the money work harder than what it was and then kind of just work together that way but there's more to it it's not just a, a, a standard joint venture it's it's private lending and and all sorts of different ways of actually financing deals that's talking about other people's money what about mm -hmm. other people's houses and using other people's houses to make money um, so tell us a little bit about that. Have you done that? that? That is one of my most favorite strategies. So the concept of rent to rent essentially is that. So my understanding, like I mentioned before, was if you're going to invest in property, all you have to do is raise a deposit, buy the house using a mortgage and rent it out. There's no other way to it until I got involved in the concept of rent to rent, which is what kind of opened my eyes to the, to the different opportunities. So the, the, the concept of using other people's houses. So um, we always make the assumption that anyone who has a house knows exactly what they're doing and they love having their house and they know exactly what they can do with it to maximize the cash. But you'll be surprised how many people are actually struggling to see that house. If you love to travel like me and you understand the power in escaping the money for time exchange trap, but you just don't know how to do it, then building an Airbnb consultancy business could be exactly what you have been looking for. Right now in the UK, there is a completely untapped opportunity through helping struggling Airbnb hosts by turning around their underperforming properties and generating you huge commission payments in the process. We are going to teach you all of the tools and all of the techniques that we've learned over the last five years through building our very own multiple six-figure Airbnb business, arming you with everything that you need to swoop in and save the day. Minimal startup costs, zero risk, and almost unlimited potential. Sound good? Welcome to the Airbnb Consultant. Contact us through any of the channels included in the studio notes to get the conversation started. As a, as, as a problem, essentially. They don't know what to do with it. They're paying out every single month. They don't know exactly what, what to do with it. And you can just take that problem away, generate cash flow for yourself, but also helping someone else who's got that, that house as an issue. So using other people's houses, other people's assets to generate cash flow for yourself without you actually investing too much money into it. Love so it. So June 2019, yeah. you came in the door of Progressive Property. Mm -hmm. Fast forward now, we're three years. Um, when did you get your first deal? First deal was actually in September 19. Right. Yeah, so the first time I got introduced to the whole concept was November 18. And my first deal was in September 19, right. a good nine months later. So November 18, you realize, your, your friend tells your, your wife's wife, friend yeah. tells you about property. Uh -huh. November 18, next few months, you're researching property, you're doing some stuff, you attended some trainings. Mm. June 2019, you came to Progressive. Yeah. November 19, September, September 19, 19, yeah. you get your first deal. Aye. And how many deals have you done since? Since then, it's, we've got 32 now. 32, 32 deals. deals. 32 yeah. deals. Uh -huh. um, what type of deal? So uh, you mentioned rent-to-rent. -rent. How many rent-to-rents? Yeah. Rent what else have you done? So it's rent-to-rent, uh, purchase as well, and also some management properties. Right. So kind of a mixture of the three different ways, predominantly for service accommodation, but we've got HMOs as well. That's right. so a mixture of rent-to-rent, rent-to-rent where you offer guaranteed rent or rent-to-rent where you offer sort of a management service. Correct, yeah. Um, do you do profit shares? 
we haven't actually done any profit, profit shares. shares. Okay, no. so it's another way of doing end to end is a profit yeah. share agreement. If you don't know what they are, yeah, just reach out to us. Um, you've done uh, lease options, looking at lease options? Looking at lease options, yeah. yeah, there's some in the pipeline that we're working on, yeah. Purchased a property with none of your own money? Correct. Yeah, yeah still smiling can't, about still that. Still can't believe it. Still can't believe it. But yeah. Joint venture partnerships? Yeah. Yeah, joint venture partnerships. So um, not the standard way of doing a rent-to-rent -rent where you work with the landlord, you guarantee a certain amount of rent. Um, got a joint venture partner that actually got in Progressive as well as part of the mastermind. Work with him very closely. He likes building and, and kind of turning properties from two beds to three beds to four beds, and that's his passion, but he hates the management side mm. of it. So I work with him to take over from that element, and then um, we just put everything together and we work together on that front. You actually won an award. I did indeed. You did. So do you want to tell everyone about the award, how you won it and um, yeah, so what was the award for? How did you win the award? Yeah, um, so the award was a the best joint venture uh, award in, in as part of the mastermind. So there's I was surprised that I was actually nominated for any of the awards to start with and uh, to actually then win it was actually a, a really great thing so um if you could address me as an award-winning investor please thank you very much <laughs> <laughs> but yeah um it was it was um between ourselves and um and another couple like the, the joint venture partnership and they they do amazing stuff um paul and ben they're doing some amazing stuff so when initially when our names came up i thought there's no way we're gonna win that no chance and when our names were actually called, I was really thrilled, extra thrilled. And obviously, about that. the so the nominee down mastermind, we we've got numerous awards every year. So, uh, Jaspal, your business partner, yeah. so, who Jaspal's buying houses, refurbishing them, and then passing them over to you to yeah. run as SA. So Correct. really yeah. good joint venture partnership. Where did you meet Jaspal? Here at Progressive. Here at Progressive, actually, yeah, on on his first mastermind, um, we actually sat on the same table. Sat at the same table. Yeah. So meeting people in the room as well. But mm -hmm. when when you met Jaspal and you started working together, mm -hmm. the, did you think that your the, the award you received? This is what's really important about this award, from from my point of view to you, is it wasn't an award that I, as your mentor, gave you. It was an award that the other fellow students gave yeah. you. So did you think that your fellow students would recognize you in that way just a, no, a short time period? No, actually. Um, I, think, I think it's only natural that as humans we're a bit harsh on ourselves. You actually look at what you've done and you see how small it is compared to someone else who's doing something major. So when we, like I said, when we actually came up and were nominated, I was thinking, compared to these guys, no chance. We've got no chance. But to know that um, because this was a voting scheme, it's not necessarily based on on what we have actually done compared to someone else. It's like what everyone else thinks of the two um, nominees and they actually voted for us. It was actually really nice to know that everyone else actually recognizes it. And considering how this whole partnership actually started, it was kind of like almost accidental really. We just happened to sit on the same table. We happened to be from the same area. We didn't know each other, we actually learned about what we're doing at that point and then our relationship started from there. How has life changed for you? So obviously you walked in the door of Progressive in 2019. Still full-time employed at the time? I was, yeah, still full-time employed. Today, full-time employed? No, so I'm, I'm full-time in property now. Right. Yeah. So how has that, what's been the biggest change for you over the last three years in terms of lifestyle? Mm. So one of the biggest ones is the fact that I'm, I'm working on this now full-time. This is, this is what I, I do 
um, get that element of freedom of doing what it is that I want to be doing and working on my business rather than someone else's. Um, but also allowing my wife to come out of her job as well. Um, she, she used to work for Barclays as a, as a fraud investigator and now she's out. Initially started working with us in the business and then she soon realized that she doesn't like it. So now she's doing something else. So um, she's working on her passion, doing something else. So that's the biggest change really, to be fair. And um, I didn't think it would be possible, especially in the timeline of when we actually started. Initially, initially it was like an idea that at some point I'm going to be working on this business full time, but didn't think it would happen this quickly. Do you think you'd have been able to do it alone? Oh, no chance. Absolutely no chance. And to be honest with you, even now with the knowledge that I have, if everything was to be stripped out and taken away from me, I couldn't start this on my own. I have to be with, with other people. Right. So and this is the key part about the knowledge. So how important was the initial knowledge to you to do it in the mm -hmm. right way? So initially, me no, not knowing enough about property, my thought process was I need to know everything before I get started. So knowledge to me at the start was super, super important. But now I know that I just need to know certain people. So I just need to make sure that I cover those gaps. I don't understand this aspect of the business. So who do I know who can cover that? So I don't need to know everything. I don't need to be the, the multi-encyclopedia who knows everything. I just need to know the people that know what, what I need to know. What, what would you say to people that are listening to this that are thinking, um, I'd love to get started, but I, I don't, I'm, I'm a bit fearful or I don't know this or I don't know that. Yeah. They're the ones that are trying to know everything. What would exactly, you say? Exactly, exactly. Um, trying to know everything from my point of view is what we class as positive procrastination. You consider yourself, I'm learning, I'm trying to get all the knowledge before I take step one. And you're making progress, but then you're not making progress. Um, you convince yourself that you're taking a lot of time to gather as much knowledge as you need to. But ultimately, when you realize the people that you look up to, the people who are doing what it is that you want to do, don't know everything. They don't. And even right now, it's the, the, the concept is get to a position where you know the people that know what you want to know. You stick with mentors, you stick with other mentees and people that are focused in what you're trying to achieve. And that's the best way to get to where you want to be. You mentioned about finding your first joint venture partner here at Progressive. Yes. Um, how important has, because the training is a training, but how important has the people been, the community, the, the contacts? Um, how have they helped you? Absolutely. Um, and that's a great question, actually, because... When, when I initially signed up to come and work with the guys at Progressive, it was, I want to work with Kevin. Yeah, because you're the one on stage, you're the one who's actually sharing all this information, so everything has to come from you. But the longer you actually stay in the mastermind and interlink with other people, you realize that the power is actually in the mastermind. It's not necessarily a, a yeah. Kevin thing. And um, I remember there's a time it, for like a good six, seven month period coming back and forth, I realized I never actually spoke to you at any point. Yeah. It was like, hi, and we walk past and I start interlinked with everyone else. And the knowledge, the resources, the funds, anything you're looking for is in the room. And I know you always say this, anything you're looking for is in the room. And it only comes across not when you go and speak to Kevin, it comes across when you start talking to other yeah. people, find out what other people are doing. And that's where the power is. I say I'm like, um, if it's an orchestra and I'm just mm. the guy that's pulling the strings, yeah. but it's 
everyone else is doing the singing. Absolutely. And it's, it is about that. It's, I'll never know everything about property. Mm. It's just the connections, the contents. You'll never know everything about property. Anyone listening to this right now, you'll never mm. know everything about property. You've got to get that out of your headset and start going in, okay, what can I do with what I do know? Where are the contacts? Where can I find the connections from the people that I don't know or the knowledge I don't have to link it all together for me to make it easier? Um, what's next for Muzzy? So where's where's the what's the plan for the rest of this year, and then what's the longer term plan? So um, this plan that I'm working on now is a plan that I've been working on for a little while now. So um, and fortunately, I've got the people in the mastermind who are helping me with it. But the plan is. The, the the rent to rent service accommodation business, I want it to be as automated as possible so that it doesn't need me in it. So trying to pull myself out of the business so I can work on it rather than in it. So that's the big plan. That's the first stage of what I want to focus on so that this kind of generates the cash flow on its own whilst I focus on something else bigger. And what I want to do is to actually increase the purchased properties so I can actually start buying these houses. The whole concept of um, generating cash flow from other people's properties was a to get myself in. Once I'm in, start purchasing and actually getting assets. So that's my next stage from that point. And I'm also looking at going bigger, um, start purchasing bigger buildings, start purchasing build, um, land and, certain, and, and conversions and stuff like that on a later stage. You touched on a really interesting point there. So I meet a lot of people and they say, um, oh, rent to rent, it's not really for me. I just want to own property. Outside of the, the, do you think you'd have got as your wife out of her job as quickly as you did? Are you out of your job as quickly as you did if you focused on owning property on oh, day one? No chance. No chance. I mean, that, that would have never happened. It's, so the thing with, um, with, with owning properties, to a certain extent, is a little bit of an illusion because the money that you have is in equity. It's not money that you can actually utilize to pay the bills. You can say, yes, I've got X amount of money in equity in that property, but that's not going to pay the bills. That's not going to cover you on a monthly uh, basis. So what you need really is cash flow every single month, cover the bills, cover everything that's required in the house. And um, you get that from a cash flow strategy like rent to rent. And if you've got X amount of funds to be able to purchase, I found for me anyway, it was better to actually invest in rent to rents to generate the cash flow. And once you're in a position where you can free yourself from either a job or free yourself from whatever it is that you're doing that's holding you down and fully focus on this business, and then you can actually focus on something else that you find a little bit more meaningful. Do you feel that when you're going to buy in property now, not just about the fact you've created the cash flow and, and got the mm. oxygen set to free yourself from your job, yeah. has it helped you in terms of your overall property knowledge, confidence as well to, to be able to then go and buy and do more deals on the purchase side? Absolutely. So this is the extra benefit of the rent-to-rent -rent side. It's not just about the cash flow as oxygen, so to speak. It's also the fact that you get to test it before you buy it. So I know now which type of property will work in my area, what type of property will work for a certain strategy because I've tried it with someone else's property, which is lower risk financially. And then I know at the point that I purchase a house, I know exactly what I need to buy because I know what works. So the rent to rent is also a test before you buy at the same time as it is a cash flow strategy to help you to get out of your job. Awesome. So, um, you mentioned joint venturing with Jazz, and you you do. He's finding deals. He's buying deals. You're doing the 
the, the management yeah. side of it with his properties, which is a great win. Mm-hmm. Uh, are you doing any other joint ventures with other people? Yeah. Um, what do they involve? And are you, I guess, are you open to joint ventures with people? How, yeah. What is, is you're looking for? Yeah, absolutely. The more the merrier. Um, so in in the mastermind, there's a, there's an element of um, of trust that's built once you once you join something like a mastermind and um, everyone that you've got in there is focused on the same thing uh, we're focused on 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 changing our lives or utilizing property as a vehicle to get us to where we want to be we, we're kind of like a family now and whenever there's uh, any synchronicity in terms of our strategies we find ways to work together so there's other people that i've worked with in the in the mastermind some people that um haven't got the time but they've got the funds they put the funds in we take on the properties run it for them and split profits or manage their properties for them or um if it's a, it's a case because we're building networks as well we've got properties that other um people who are trying to sell deals and we have networks to share those that information across and help each other to actually just generate as much money as possible and ultimately that's the that, that's the goal what we're trying to to achieve for everyone in the mastermind so we i am working with different people in in, in the in the mastermind and i'm happy to work with it even more um you mentioned bigger projects and and going into buying and land and stuff what what interests you around land so this actually came across um, speaking to one of the mentors as well in, in the mastermind, Phil, Phil Heaton. And um, some of the stuff that is shared in there, and I'm, I'm, I'm a bit of a sucker for um, shiny penny. It's one of those things where I hear this amazing idea and I'm like, oh, maybe not yet, not yet. But um, I hear him talk about the the you know the benefits of of having those opportunities and every time he talks about them I see them where I live as well and I'm like this is a great opportunity Phil was talking about it and because of that I know it's something that I need to start doing at some point however I don't want to jump out a little bit too early get the foundations done first uh, based on the conversations we've had in the mastermind as well because we share ideas and and that's the other beauty of it. We share ideas without the fear of people pinching our ideas because it's, it's just open. We're all helping each other out. So the advice I've been getting, which makes sense, is get this sorted first. Get your business running where you're not required as much and then start focusing on something else so that you're not having to try to handle two strategies at the same time. Absolutely. All right, so I'm going to be looking forward to seeing what land deals you come up with, what you're going to be doing with them. But for anybody who's listening in right now or watching right now, um, what sort of top tips would you give them if they're a little bit maybe unsure what their next step is, struggling to get started, um, maybe have some fear around, can, is it possible for them? What sort of mm-hmm. advice would you give people? Yeah. Top three, top five tips. Over to you. Do you know what? Um... So I'll, I'll go for top three tips, top three tips. And the first one I would say is understand why you're doing it. So why, why on earth are you actually looking to do property to start with? Have a good understanding, have, have a good reason behind it as well, your big why of what you're looking to do. And the reason behind it is you, you're going to face a few challenges in whatever it is that you're looking to do. And as soon as you face the first challenge or the second one, the first question you're going to ask yourself is, why on earth did I do this to start with? And if your reason behind that is not strong enough, that's going to be your point of failure. That's the point you're going to just turn around in and, and do whatever it is that you're doing before. So have a good reason why you're starting it to, to begin with. And the second one, I would say, get yourself educated. 
okay get yourself involved in in whatever it is that you're looking to do understand a little bit more about it um just get basic information and start sticking with people that are doing what you're looking to do so this is not a case of lock yourself in a room and start reading books on your own uh, watch videos on your own you need to be starting to discuss it with other people that are doing it get involved in networking events get involved in any events that you know of that does what it is that you're looking to do and connect with people and the last one i would say understanding that success is in the journey it's not it's not a destination it's in the journey with every little thing that you do celebrate it that success every little thing you do pat yourself on the back and 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 sort of celebrate it rather than see it as it's something in the in in the future or something as a destination because you might actually run out of energy before you get to that point so you want to succeed you speak to an agent for the first time that success you celebrate that you go to a first viewing that success and also use social media on every single success bit that you actually do and that will actually carry you further than what you think you can actually get to that right there is three awesome 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 bits of advice um enjoy the journey as well as as well as enjoy the successes enjoy the journey so guys you have been listening to muzzy induna he's done 32 deals in just over two years so you've been listening to the progressive property podcast remember we're out on apple and on stitcher every single week so make sure you subscribe so you don't miss out on future episodes You've been listening, I said, to Muzzy Induna, sharing about how he's done 32 deals in just over two years. I've been Kevin McDonnell. You've been absolutely awesome. And we'll see you next week.